Welcome to the Cloud of Dust podcast powered by Unscripted. Every Thursday, we will catch up with Coach Scully, key players, and discuss the game ahead. The Unscripted Collective is proud to support Davidson Athletics. For more information about all that we offer, visit myunscripted.com. Now here's the host of the Cloud of Dust podcast, Aaron Conrad. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Cloud of Dust podcast with Coach Scully, episode 10, uh, week nine. And uh, Coach, tough, tough week last week. Um, how you doing? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. I don't, don't, don't have too much time to, you know, let, let things linger. Got another big task at hand this week. So, you know, jump back in the saddle and back to work. But all good. Absolutely. So two and one in conference, um, correct? Two and one? Yep, correct. So, yeah. So right now, Coffin's three and zero in the league. Uh, us, Liberty, and UA are all at two and one in the league. Okay. So you know, again, you know, the windshield's bigger than the rear view for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. And so, uh, let's quickly talk about last week, and then we we'll, we will move forward. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Last week, played uh, Dublin Coffin at at Dublin Coffin. Uh, you know, winner of that game. You know, for the time being, you know, jumped into into first place, and it's one of one of those you know one of those nights. Like, unfortunately, we've we've had a, a few times this year where uh, we just didn't start very well. Uh, you know, they they won the toss, deferred. We took the ball. They kicked with the win, kind of pin, pinned us back, and then. You know, we just didn't just didn't do a good job digging digging our way out, you know, and getting a couple couple first counts, um, you know, to get us just to get us settled in a little bit a little bit faster, and then and they they kind of kind of jumped on us, um, you know, good good coaching and good scheme on their part, and you know, a couple mistakes you know made made by us, and we said before, you know, when you, when you play a team of that caliber, or you know, this week it's Liberty, and next week it's UA, and then it's the playoffs. When you're playing teams of the caliber that we're that we're playing, just they're just uh, you know a really small margin for error. And what happens is, you know, uh, little miss, you know, little missteps along the way, just they just get magnified just because the nature of how good you know our our opponents are, and you know it just and they they earned it, you know. But in many ways, like. It felt like we just kind of spotted them, you know, three scores to to start the game, and then here we are, you know, di- digging our way out. And it's just, it just takes so much energy and and you know emotion to dig your way out of a of a tough start. And you know, after we you know quote unquote settled in, it's a, it's you know it's fourteen seven you know in in our favor. So ended up being a twenty eight to fourteen uh, final. So. You know, the better better team, you know, won won that night, and you know, I I still I'm gonna say the same thing. I feel like I've I've said multiple times. I've said it to our kids multiple times. You know, this this week is, you know, we we still what's what's encouraging and frustrating this year is we still have yet to even come close to playing playing our best game. And and you know, I was talking with uh, talking with a couple of people this week, and my you know my wife included, and. And I got the question this morning, actually. Oh, you know, like, like, what do you think the most frustrating thing this season has been? And and truthfully, it's just like when you don't reach your potential. Like that to me is is you know the most frustrating thing. And 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 you know we still don't we don't get hung up on the on the win loss column. Uh, to some would some would say, well, how do you not get hung up on it? Like that's that's your job, which I I I respect that. Uh, but our goal is to reach our potential, right? And in, and in some ways. It's, you know, maybe there's opportunities to exceed your potential. So, you know, so 
you know, last week was, you know, one of those weeks where I just, uh, for whatever reason, um, you know, we just, we just didn't start fast and, and just dug ourselves a hole and, and, you know, made it hard for us to, you know, to, to reach our potential. Our, our kids always play hard. That's the constant that I'm, that's, that's what I'm most proud of, of, you know, last year's team, especially in this year's team, especially when I turned the tape on every, every time I turn the tape on, uh, I see us playing really, really hard. And so, you know, there's different plays in the game. When I watch film, I tell our kids, I uh, just look to check the temperature of our program. And one of those is, you know, after a team scores, there's a, you know, there's the, the point after touchdown, the PAT. And I watch how I watch our kids effort on that play. Cause it's a really easy play to, I think, to take off in a game. And, and our kids are, you know, they're busting their tails and they're going all out trying to block the extra point. So there's a, there's a lot of good in there. And, you know, we just, we're going to, stay the course and keep teaching them and keep correcting and try to try to get some some things fixed and you know the good thing is there's still a little time the bad thing is the hourglass is starting to speed up a little bit right right and the 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 goals are still ahead uh and we bring this up every week the goals are still ahead of you um you know a bump in the road but we have you have a young team um, there's a yep. young team and, and from the beginning, you know, 10 episodes in now you have talked about the offense would have to catch up to the defense and all those different things. And this is just one of those seasons, but in the meantime, you're still in the thick of it. So, uh, yep. you know, as you say, it is what it is. We look at it. it. It's, it's what it is. Let me ask you this. What's the climate of sure. the team after a loss like that? You know, I, I think there's, um, I think there's, different temperatures on different, on different nights, that particular night to answer your question. I, and I, you know, remember this vividly talking to our kids, you know, post post game, um, you know, obviously they're, you know, they're up, they're upset, they're frustrated. And, and I just remember, I, you know, I said to them, I said, you know, this, this, this one hurts. And then I, I just backed it up and I said, good. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to, mm-hmm. you know, when you put a, put in the amount of, time and energy into what we, you know, what we demand of our kids and our, and our coaches and time away from families and the sacrifices made there, you know, and you get an opportunity like last Friday and, and, um, and you don't capitalize on the opportunity. That's if you're, if you're hurting after that, good. Yeah. That like, that's a good thing. Cause if you're not hurting, I got a lot more red flags <laughs> on a team that's not hurting. Than, right. right. Than, than right. a, um, than, than a team that, that does. So there was, you know, I give our kids and coaches, coaches credit, um, you know, e- even as, as quick as, you know, getting back to the school and, you know, um, you know, kids, kids heading, heading their, their way, you know, the rest of Friday night to, to head home and come in the next morning. There was, there was a bounce in our step because, I think what's happening, not as fast as I want it to, but it's happening is our, our, I think our kids are, I think our kids are starting to see it the way that, that I see it as a coach or the coaches see it as a coach. It's like, man, like we, when we bring it all to the table, we're pretty darn good. Um, but we're not bringing it to the table. And that was, you know, that was that night, but you know, I give our kids credit, man. They, they dove right in on, on Saturday with a bounce in their step. They were, you know, the whistle blew at eight. Everybody was on time. They were there ready to work and, and look, look for ways to get better. And I hear, you know, I hear from, uh, you know, a couple of our kids, like, 
you know, players talking to players saying, like, guys, you got to understand there's still a ton to play for. Absolutely. And, and, it's, and it's the truth, you know. So, okay, so now we're, you know, now our league, league fate is in our hands, but it's also out of our hands a little bit. So let's just focus on what's, what's in our hands. Like, what can we control? Well, okay, we can control how we prepare going into this week. We can, we can you know, control, you know, the, the mistakes that we made and getting those fixed. And, and you know, I, I don't uh, – I have no skin in the game. <laughs> the rest of, you know, Kaufman's schedule, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just concerned with – with the kids in our program and, and the coaches on, on our staff and getting, getting things, you know, to the point where we're starting to reach our potential a little bit. Well, and as we said, there's 16 teams make the playoffs. Correct. 16 teams make the playoffs. So again, the goals are still ahead of you. Um, you know, and this was going to happen. I don't think anybody thought, you know, I don't know how many teams are going to run the table. Uh, there's really good football in town. So, um, all right. Uh, yeah. So, that let's just put a bow on you know last week again the the rear view is much smaller than the windshield and so let's look ahead um and we'll do that in segment three um player of the week who's our player debella's player of the week yeah this week it's a uh, senior defensive back lane sowers and and you know lane lane and i have um to be honest with you lane and i have at times not always seen eye eye to eye but what's so fun about lane this year and and our relationship this year is how much stronger it's gotten throughout the year Mm -hmm. because of some moments where we've maybe maybe butted heads a little bit you know he maybe didn't see it uh the way i saw and now he's seeing it the way i see it and so like you know any relationship of of value right is usually not easy right right Right. Like any relationship of, of value is is not, you know, sunshine and rainbows all the time. You got to say some things that that are the truth that might hurt the feelings of someone else if that relationship is going to be stretched and pulled and, and be a more solid, you know, relationship. And and that's you know, and that's been that's been Lane and I this year. And if he jumped on, he would chuckle and he would go, "Yep." I agree a hundred percent, you know, but we've, we've moved him around. We put a lot on a lot on his plate and, you know, he, he cares a ton. Um, he is on our whole roster. The kid is the most competitive kid this year without question. Maybe one of the more competitive, like truly competitive kids, um, that I've coached in my career. I mean, he hates losing more than he loves winning. And, and, you know, and you can build off of that. Like, I love how competitive he is. We put, like I said, put a lot on his plate and he has, you know, he's settled in and is having a really, really, uh, solid year. And, and to that point, he's having his best year as a senior, which as a coach is what I'm most proud of. He's having his best year in his final year. Absolutely. All right. And so Lane will receive a $10 gift card from our friends at DeBella's Subs, and we thank them for their sponsorship uh, week over week of the Player of the Week. So congratulations, Lane. I am so excited to tell you about DeBella's Subs. If you've never had a DeBella's Sub, it literally is the best sub you will ever have. Had the pleasure of working with them now for a few years, and I can tell you they have great people, great food, and great bread. It's really good. <laughs> we have used them for lunch, dinner, corporate meetings. I've also used them for our own daughter's graduation party. They're incredible. Go to their website at debellas.com. It's D-I-B-E-L-L-A-S.com. And here's how you get started. You download their app or sign up online and receive $5 off your very first order. You get $5 off every 200 points you earn. 
And you earn rewards by providing your phone number right at the register or with the DeBellas app. Check them out at DeBellas.com. I'm so thankful that DeBellas Subs is partnered with the Unscripted Collective, but I'm also glad to call them my friends. Coach, we have two interviews tonight. Who are we, to, who are we going to speak to tonight? Yeah, so you have uh, two players. You have sophomore quarterback Johnny de Blasio, and then you'll have junior wide receiver Mikey Clark. And so, so with with Johnny, um, you know, we put a ton, a ton on the plate of a quarterback in our in our system. Um, there's just a lot that they have to be able to do, and it's been really really enjoyable to watch him. Uh, just kind of you know the expressions he's growing up in front of our eyes. And that's that's what he's doing. He's becoming a you know a, a solid voice for us on offense, even even as a, a sophomore. I mean that's a pretty tough ask. Um, and he just he comes to work every day. He's his football IQ. Like I would I would put him up there in terms of football IQ. Probably the best football IQ player that I've ever you know been around is Marcus Bailey. Mm-hmm. You know who a lot of people know Marcus and know of Marcus. Um, and 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 Johnny De Blasio as a sophomore is right there. Just the way he the way he prepares, the way he sees film, studies film, the way he sees the big picture. Uh, just he's got a really really bright future in in our program. And then Mikey Clark, junior wide receiver. So Mikey, you know the transition from sophomore to junior every year in in a program is difficult for different reasons. You know it's your sophomore year it's really tough because you're just kind of navigating, figuring out like. Okay, where like where do I fit? What's my role? And 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 Mikey, you know, lettered for us, played a ton, you know, made a solid impact last year. And then this into this junior year, he's he's now kind of the baton has has you know somewhat been passed to him to also help you know kind of lead lead the offense. And 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 week by week, he's he's done a really good job of you know, studying the game a little bit better, understanding the tiny, you know, nuances. And then he's become a playmaker for us as, as well. So uh, just really, really proud of the trajectory that, that really both of these, these young men are, are on right now in our program. All right. We will go to uh, segment two, interview those two players, and we'll be back in a minute for segment three. All right, welcome back to section two of the Cloud of Dust podcast. My guest tonight is Mikey Clark. Mikey, why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, my name's Mikey Clark. I'm number 10. I play wide receiver. Play wide receiver. Uh, I've got notes in front of me, and I bet you're dying to know what Coach said about you. Yeah. All right. He said that you uh, you made a transition this year uh, from being a sophomore to a junior. Obviously, you know, that was natural, but... Um, mm-hmm that you uh you made a solid impact and you make a solid impact whenever you play. He said that you uh you help lead the offense and that you are just a flat out playmaker. How about that? I try to be. <laughs> right. So what do you think about that? What do you think about what coach had to say? I think some pretty nice words he said. He did. I like to hear that. Well, good. Yeah, that sounds like they're earned. I think, you know, praise from coach doesn't come easily. And so uh, when he says something, I do believe he means it. So that's uh, that's solid, solid praise. Uh-huh. All right. So let's talk about last week's game shortly, very briefly. Uh, let's just talk about last week's game. What'd you think? Uh, I mean, we lost, which is never fun, but uh, Coffin's a good team. And I thought they were, they played well together and, they were the coach let them well, so yeah, it was just tough. Yeah, but it sounds like 
talking to coach, uh, how do you feel? Do you feel like you've put that in the review mirror now and that you're ready to, you know, move on to, yeah, to Liberty? I'm trying to move on and I just trying to drop it and move on. Cause we still, we're still in a good like position to win the OCC. So absolutely. A hundred percent. And yeah. so, uh, how do you feel the culture and, you know, climate of the team is after that loss, but looking ahead, as you said, are, is everybody still have their, their eyes set on a bigger prize? Yeah, I think I think we've all already like left in the past and or the offense at least like we're all just moving forward. Do you feel like I know coach has talked about from the beginning of the year the offense was going to be a little bit behind the defense. Do you feel like the offense has caught up? It, it, I mean, look, scoring the amount of points you scored against a very good team, I think the offense is starting to really kind of come together. Do you agree? Uh I definitely agree that we're getting better, but we still have a lot of potential that we can reach and we're just not there yet, but we're definitely, we're definitely getting better. Well, you got a couple more weeks to, uh, to continue to improve, right? Yes, sir. We do. <laughs> All right. Uh, rapid fire. You ready? Yes, sir. What kind of car do you drive? I drive an Acura RSX stick shift. A stick shift. Well, we're, yes, we're, sir. All right. Now that now we got to stop rapid fire for a minute. Where did you learn to drive stick shift? Uh, my dad taught me. I, I got my license today, actually. So. Oh, you're uh, kidding. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. So when you took the test, did you take the test in a stick shift? No, I took my mom's van, unfortunately. So, so you had to do maneuverability in a van? Uh yeah. Oh, how how was it? Did you did you bump a oh, cone or? It, it was, was easy. easy. Oh, in a van. Did you practice in a van? No. No. <laughs> Only did in mine cars. Come on, you you practice. So you practiced uh, maneuverability in a five speed. Uh, uh no, it was just like the cars and the in cars like. Oh. They have their own cars there. It was like in a Chevy. It was like a white Chevy, so it was I, nice. I gotcha, I gotcha. But but you never you never practiced maneuverability in the van. No, never. And you still passed with flying colors. Oh yeah. How about that? All right. Well Hilliard, be ready because Mikey's on the road. <laughs> He's got a license. <laughs> so ha, here all right, so one more question. Again, we'll get back to rapid fire in a second. Have you been on a hill? in the five speed with someone right on your bumper at a red light. <laughs> Luckily, no one was behind me, but I have been on a hill and I was rolling. So. <laughs> okay. Well, that's when you've arrived. When you, when you're able to, uh, when that goes green and there's somebody right on your bumper and you got to jump off the brake, hit the clutch and the gas and not roll back to the person behind you, then you have officially arrived as a five speed driver. <laughs> that's yes, awesome. All right. Anyway, all right. Uh, last movie you saw. <laughs> last movie I saw. I saw the movie Smile last weekend. Was it good? <laughs> it was interesting. We'll say that. Okay. I mean, it's a horror movie, so like, I don't know. It was weird. It is, but the marketing has been fantastic for that one. So, uh, all right. Skittles or Starburst? Skittles. Skittles. Okay. Uh, Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Best chicken sandwich in Hilliard. Chick-fil-A all day. I see. I, I got to change it up because you, you already probably listened to other episodes, so you knew what you was like coming. like the KFC. I know what you like. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like at the end of the year, I'm going to get this big old gift certificate to KFC. But all right. Well, man, you're off the hook. Good luck this week. How do you feel about all this right, week's game? You. Oh, I feel I feel great. Feel, you feel like the team's ready? 
Yes, sir. I do. All right. Well, go get that dub and uh, let's, let's stay on track with, uh, with the goals for the year. And thanks for your time tonight. This was a lot of fun and congratulations on getting your license. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Talk soon. All right. Bye. All right. Section two, interview two. Uh, Johnny, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, hi, um, I'm Diana Blasio. I'm a sophomore. I'm number 14 and I play quarterback. You play quarterback. How, how, how difficult is it leading the team uh, as a sophomore? Um, I'd say I take it as I take it pretty serious to make sure I'm playing like for the seniors. And it's not, I wouldn't say it's like difficult. I've, I've grown into the role. Blake had it last year. Huge influence on me. Taught me a lot. And it's kind of just led over this year. I think I trust a lot of our guys. Our guys have a lot of trust in me. Do you think it was yeah. good that you had, you know, I mean, the, the I don't want to call it preseason. You guys had games before you got into conference, obviously. Do you feel like you learned a lot as you went week over week over week? I know the games that I saw, it seemed like you were growing up before our eyes and I don't know how you'll receive that, but it's a compliment. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I feel like you got a little more confidence every single week. Do you feel like that as you were going along? I agree 100%. I think, you know, like for me as being a sophomore, like coming out to start of the season, you're a little like uneasy or like uncertain about, you know, how it's going to go. And then I've slowly just built up confidence as the weeks have gone by. Absolutely. Did you, um, you, you were a multi-sport athlete, correct? Yes, sir. And you play baseball, right? Yes, sir. How would you compare? What position do you play in baseball? I pitch. You pitch. So, okay. Yes, so, sir. That's so classic. So, center of the mound or behind the line? Like you're you're in probably the key position in both sports. Like, how would you compare and contrast baseball versus football and being a pitcher versus being a quarterback? I would say they're both pretty similar. Obviously, it involves your arm. Um, I enjoy both a ton. I think being a leader, something I've been like working and growing to. And when you're in a spot of um, importance, I'd say, I don't know, it just makes you want to compete and just do the best you can for your team, I guess. I just like being in each of those roles. So, my son was a pitcher, and we would talk about this often. Like, you know, it's funny because he did not like to be in the spotlight, and yet he picked the one position that every eye is on every single pitch in, in baseball, and that also is true in football. So uh, you must obviously be very comfortable uh, in being in a very, you know, tight position. It's a, it's a very visible position. Yes, sir. I think it's something I've had to grow into that I'm not necessarily like – want to be under the spotlight, but I've just grown into the role, I guess. That's a, and you have two more years to continue to, to grow into that role. Yes, sir. I'm excited, but our main goal right now is just to have a chance to win the SEC and make it far in the playoffs. I think this year for me, the main goal for me is like sending the seniors out on the right note. That's so obviously good. I have, I have more like time left, but then like, once the season's over, I'll take for granted like times where like I didn't do something for the seniors because obviously I I get I get more time. But one day when I'm a senior, I'm going to want the underclassmen to put in the work for me. Right, and I think that's a culture. Uh, we could probably have a whole conversation on that. I th but I think that's a culture. And what I love about the Davidson culture is that the guys are playing for guys ahead of them, and the, that the guys ahead of them are playing and helping the guys behind them. Um, that's a healthy healthy culture. So very for cool sure, for sure. Very cool. All right. Um, 
you want some rapid fire? <laughs> of course, of course. All right. So, uh, do you have your license? I do. You do. Okay. So, uh, we just interviewed Mikey and, uh, Mikey revealed that he took his, um, what kind of vehicle did you take maneuverability in? I took in a Honda pilot. <laughs> so it's like, it was kind of big, but yeah. yeah well, he was, took, I did all right. He took his in a van. Did you pass the first time? Yes, I did. Okay. No pressure. No pressure at all. all right. <laughs> yeah. Can you drive a stick shift? No, I can't. All right, so you won't drive. I know Mikey can't. I know Mikey can't, though. So you won't be driving Mikey's car? No, I definitely would not be. All right. All right. What, just out of curiosity, what kind of car do you drive? Uh, Nissan Altima. Nissan Altima. Okay. Uh, who is your favorite NFL quarterback? Well, that's t- oh, uh, definitely Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Do you feel like you play like Patrick Mahomes? Uh, I wish <laughs> there's uh, only one. Stuff, I mean, really, there's yeah, only one. Some of the stuff he does on the field is just insane. Like, uh, I admire him for sure. Just yeah. Well, the arm angles and things like that. But I think as a pitcher, you probably have some of those, some of those different arm angles, and you know, I'm I not like encouraging the, yeah, you. I like the mess of it. If you try something like in a game and it doesn't go well, that's not my fault. I did not encourage you to play like <laughs> just so Coach Scally knows this. I did. I was not encouraging. No, no, he, he's fantastic. Now I'm a Raiders fan, and he just killed them on Monday night as he always does. And so, anyway, let's move on. Uh, who's your favorite NFL team? The Browns. The sadly. Browns. How you doing? <laughs> you okay? Oh, yeah. It's rough. It is rough. Hey, I'm from Cleveland. Yeah. I'm a Raiders fan, and we're one and four. So, or what, I don't even know one and something. So, anyway, uh, who's your favorite player in the Browns? Definitely. Mm, you no, know, I like some. I like need some Denzel Ward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good Baker. Are you are you pro Baker or against Baker? I'm in between. I'm neutral. Okay. I would say. Like he had his uh, he's had his ups and downs. I don't want to hate on anyone. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm neutral. And he's as a quarterback. Who's your favorite baseball player? Yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. Really? Yeah. Are you even old enough to know? Like, did you ever get to see Ken Griffey Jr. play? Uh, no, but I, I don't I don't know why I'm I hit lefty. Ah. So I don't, I've always admired his swing and just I didn't like watching him growing up. Just his highlights. Pretty swing in the game ever, possibly. It, for for yeah. sure. Yeah, the kid. Okay, okay. Uh, let me come up with one more. Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt? If you got, if you're you're at the goal line, you're at the goal line. You're the coach. You got to punch this in. You hand it off to Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt. Nick Chubb. <laughs> All right. <laughs> all right. I love it, man. Thanks for, thanks for your time. Uh, thanks for playing along with all that. Uh, good luck this week. Uh, keep, keep all yeah. the goals in front of us, uh, man. You're leading a team as a sophomore. That says a lot about you and your leadership. So, uh, keep up the great work and uh, good luck to you on Friday night. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. All right. We'll talk soon. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. We're back for segment three. 
and the schedule does not light up. And we, we talked about this from the beginning. This is an amazingly tough uh, schedule, but it's, it's tough for everybody. So, uh, yep. Coach, uh, this week we have Liberty. And so uh, how do you – How do you, and I think we talked about this a little bit in the first segment. But just again, how do you put last week in the rear view – and uh, focus in on this next one. How have you been able to do that this week? Sure. I, th- I think part of it is, you know, every every season there's a lot of different lessons learned along the way. And a lesson that this team learned uh, earlier in the year was, you know, when we lost the Derby and how we lost the Derby, it was a really difficult, you know, loss and way to lose. The problem, the, the problem was how it, how it quietly bled into the next week. Mm-hmm. And so, like, as a, as a coach, I think I have to put that in front of them and remind them, like, you know, here are some lessons we've learned along the way. Let's make sure that we learned that lesson, right? So, you know, a, a tough league loss, you know, in an opportunity like we had last week, the, the last thing that can happen is it bleeds or slow, like, slowly just kind of trickles its way into, into this week. So I think the faster you can jump on that, as a coach and really as a leader, you know, is just be in tune with, you know, be in tune with lessons learned along the way, teach those lessons, highlight those lessons, and don't be afraid to jump back and remind them of lessons learned along the way. And, and, you know, I, to our, to our kids credit, um, you know, they, they were much more uh, responsive, I think starting starting on Saturday and you can usually tell pretty quickly like what the temperature is and and Saturday they were you know frustrated but but ready to ready to you know dive in and and get better because like you said doesn't doesn't get any easier you know Liberty uh, you know the thing with Liberty Liberty is a uh, very solid program and there's a difference between a, you know a team and a program a team is a, a you know a, a quality on-field product for a year but a program is qual- is quality at all levels year in and year out and that's all on Tangy Liberty like they are they are at all levels high quality year in year out coach Hale their head coach um you know the thing i, I think people don't talk enough about with teams that that he's the head coach of is is how uh, how good their defense is i think it's easy to look at you know they you know they they do this on offense or that on offense and score this many points and but their but their defense has quietly kind of been the heart of their program for you know for a really long time he's you know he's the first and only head coach at at Ontangy, uh Liberty and and he he runs a high high quality program one of the best programs in in the state so they they give you you know they they certainly have great personnel you know a, a, across the board usually their roster is a you know 100 plus kids grades 10 11 and 12 so that able, you're able to have a lot of depth but you're also able to produce high quality scout teams uh which which is maybe a, a hidden trait of a high level program is the quality of your scout teams year in and year out uh but they're gonna you know they're gonna spread you out on offense you know they're going to make you defend every inch and every inch of the of the turf and and then defensively you know they just they, they're very simple but very very sound and and they are they're a defense that certainly is you know going to line up and they're going to come get you you know they're not going to sit and and keep everything in front like they're going to be aggressive and they're they're going to try to come get you do you feel like the team has rebounded and is ready for the next uh challenge this week 
I do based on based on the week of you know practice that we've had and and I, this week in particular I don't know why but I feel like I've taken it maybe taken it upon myself to have a lot more one-on-one conversations this week and and you know there's a totally different tenor to a conversation when it's when it's one-on-one versus like a group or versus a, a team setting and so you know I I've gone to some you know, players individually and ask some really, you know, some really tough questions and, you know, also kind of ask some questions about the pulse of the locker room, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, Hey, like, here's what I'm sensing. And am, am, am I, am I off? Am I on? And, and the kids that I'm asking, um, I don't ask them because I think they're going to tell me what I want to hear. I'm asking them because they built the trust over time to give me an honest response. Mm-hmm. Right. So, mm-hmm. so, do I go to every single you know kid on our roster? No, I go to the ones that that I trust are going to tell me the truth. Right, and and I do you know based on how we prepared and really, um, you know it starts with the coaching staff as well. And this this week I don't know why this week, but this week more than any other week I've I've noticed like the uh, lack of a better word the urgency from our coaches to get our kids prepared to play. Cause I think the long, maybe the longer you do it, the more you, you really can recognize how much there is to play for and how much football our team uh, potentially could keep playing. Right. And so, you know, you, you just don't have time to sit around and pout in this league. Like, cause if you sit around and pout, you know, one becomes two, two becomes three. It's just like the nature of, of who we're, who we're playing. Um, so yeah, so to answer your question, you know, this, this week I've been, you know, really, really proud of and really impressed with how they have, you know, just the eagerness that they've, they've come back with this week. And this game is, uh, is it on the road or is it at home? Uh, we're on the road. Yep. We're at their place on the road. Uh, so yeah, so we got to travel well again. Uh, we got to get out and support the guys. I know your guys are working hard. I know, uh, they're going to put that last week behind them. And, uh, again, all the goals are still ahead of us. Um, and so, uh, keeping things in perspective, um, this is what a football season does. And I, I will say this when my daughter told me the final score and I was following along as well, I just thought it was amazing, um, that, uh, you guys fought and because it didn't start off well but you came back yep. and you kept fighting and the team kept fighting so uh, i know you're going to bring that spirit into this week's game and we look forward to talking to you next week and seeing how things went let's go ahead and get that dub let's do it all right appreciate it i'll talk to you next week coach thanks so much all right sounds good thanks right. man Thank you for listening to another episode of the Cloud of Dust podcast with Coach Scully. Make sure to subscribe, like, and share on your social platforms. Also, make sure to visit myunscripted.com to see how our unscripted collective team can help your business too. Until next week, go Cats!